Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, August 29th, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the future class of video games, a.k.a. Forbes 30 under 30, a.k.a. the best haircut at Kind of Funny, Blessing Adioye Junior. What's up, Greg? Was I, Have you been here since I got the, the haircut? I, if you remember, as I signed off, as I sunsetted to my two week vacation, mm-hmm. you got the haircut, and I was like, "Your haircut looks great." And you're like, "It's too short." Yes. Okay. Okay. So we did have the conversation. Have you it come was- back while I've been gone? Have you come around? Have you come back to it? Are you happy no, with it now? I, I mean, no. like, I'm not unhappy with it. It's <laughs> Greg. It's growing on me. It's growing on me, Greg. Okay. But it, I'm gonna it, I'm gonna enlarge you because in Discord on mine, you know, where it's a bunch of tiles. It looks great. Okay, I appreciate that. I, I've been. I, I what don't you me, like? It's the fact that I have to. I have to curl it every single morning, which is what I've, with like I've been doing. With a curling iron? No, not with a curling iron. No, I have a, a like a sponge, uh, sponge thing that I use to curl my hair. But it's the is fact it like that a, I, is it like one of the sponges that's like scrubby green on top and yellow soft on the other side? No, that's to wash dishes. No, the the sponge I use to to curl my hair is like it's like a, a big black, uh, like it has like a lot of. Sp- <laughs> There's just too much of a pause. I'm sorry. This is just a big black. I, I, I said it. I was like, oh man, ah, you go to the next adjective real quick. But no, it has like it has kind of like some spikes on it on one side, and then the other side has like a bunch of like holes gotcha. in it. And gotcha. basically, depending on how long my hair is, I'm basically doing like circles on my hair, and that gets gotcha. that curling effect. Now yeah. that it's shorter, I feel like it's tougher for me to get the exact curls I want, which I don't think should be the case. I think it's supposed to be the, the other way around. That's why I wanted it slightly shorter. So mm. I can control my curls more. Sure, uh, but sense. now it's too short. So now I feel like uh, it's a, it's an entirely different beast. I gotta relearn how to curl my hair at this height. I have I have a question thing. for Greg. Uh, Ladies because, and gentlemen, Barrett Courtney, the one and only on the ones and twos. What's up? Uh, I'm a little concerned. Are you washing yourself with uh, a sponge that's uh, intended for dishes? No, I don't use a sponge at all. I use a loofah. Yeah, I got one of those rags mm. on a stick. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. <laughs> What's the shirt? Sex, drugs, and was it? It's one of those Pasta Man shirts. Oh. I don't know if you know, the Mill Valley Pasta Man has become a big thing. Me and Jen go to the farmer's market up in Marin. There's this guy, the Mill Valley Pasta Man. We've called him on the show about a, a stupid, that's the stream about soup stuff before. But he sells great merch. Chris Anka spent like $5,000 at his store. It, yeah, they got these, he deep fries the pasta, right? Mm-hmm. And then he tosses it with flavoring. And it's like pasta chips. It's amazing. Oh, that can't be healthy, though. That sounds... Blessing, shut up. <laughs> this Every like morning, like, well, up. did I get my 7-Eleven hot dog or did I go to McDonald's? Don't be fucking... You're talking about eating a buttered croissant every day. You're over here now. You're, you're counting calories when it comes to snacks? What's wrong with a buttered croissant? You just In said that you're eating too many of them. I eat one a morning, and you know what? Maybe I'm trying to change my habits. I'm not happy with myself. Okay, That's so then my say. point stands. And yeah, maybe it isn't time for you to go and fest in the sour cream and onion fried pasta. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm not ju- I'm, listen, I'm not judging you. I'm just saying. I'm I'm just keeping count. I I'm just like, hey, maybe deep frying pasta isn't the way to go. Maybe that uh, maybe it's unhealthy. 
I'm and I'm I'm willing to acknowledge the butter croissant every single morning is not good for me. But sure. I'm trying I'm trying to change. Keyword what trying. I, what I appreciate is that you say maybe it's unhealthy, which does tell me if I really wanted to have committed, I could have tried to convince you it's healthier than a potato chip. And you would have been like, hmm, all right, maybe it is. Is it? I don't know. I can't imagine. Like pasta's not good for you in general, right? I don't know. Barrett, you, you give me a fact check. Deep fried pasta, probably bad for you, right? Uh, I'm looking right now, and it says deep fried pasta, one a day, keeps the doctor away. <laughs> oh, don't mind <laughs> well, if I go. do. Don't there mind if go. I do. Greg, how was your vacation? You are gone for like two weeks. What'd you do? Uh, well, we went we went glamping the, the most recent week, all right? Mm-hmm. We went up to an Airstream in Russia Glam River. camping we, uh, blessing, if you will. Yeah, I was going to say, is that glamorous yeah. camping? Glamorous camping, yeah, yeah. Rather, I so I didn't want, you know, it's not like I'm out there rubbing sticks together, you know? You go to the ranger station up there. They got the charcuteries and the wines and everything else. And they got a little bag full of wood that you come and you put that into your fire pit. You like that. Then it becomes a fire. You can cook on that. You can make s'mores. I don't want to yuck your yum. Is yeah, that, sure. Does that not defeat the purpose a little bit of the, of it the does. camping it, it does portion? It does defeat the purpose. Depends what you're – what is – here's – well, here's – okay. So full stop. Mm-hmm. All right. What is your mission objective when you head out to do this, right? Because mm. you're thinking of it as – the trip was about the camping. It wasn't. The trip was about being up in Russian River, going on hikes, going swimming, going to the ocean, do, going okay. down. Like it wasn't about, hey, let's get out there and like you know commune with nature and sleep. It's nice to sleep under a redwood, which we did in an airstream that had his air conditioning and Wi-Fi. But it was more like, you know, it's like you know, it's like a more outdoorsy hotel. That's the way to describe okay. it, right? And that that's what glamping is, correct, Bear? Sure. Thank you, Bear. That's not, when you describe it, that sounds nice. That sounds. And like so that was the thing. It was you know, it's a way station in between the events we wanted to do up there with little Benjamin. You know what I mean? Got some photos of him on a train. I don't know if you saw them. I put them up on my close friends Instagram story. I'm not sure if I've added you yet to close friends, but here it's. I'm on some. I'm on. I'm, I'm at least on Jen's close friends. Sure, and Jen puts up way I more see, than I do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's how I see Benjamin. I, I, you might need to add me to yours. <sighs> well, am I not close enough to be on the close friends? I mean, I don't, you know, I feel like we have to work together for at least like a year in person before I do that, you know? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, we got video game stuff to talk about. PlayStation's buying a new studio. Valve is teasing a Steam Deck 2 and much, much more. We'll get into all of this because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, more than ever, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Of course. You could write in patreon.com slash kind of funny games. You can write in with your questions, your comments, concerns over on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. You could get the show ad free. You get it with the exclusive post show we do each and every weekday. Of course, you could watch us record our other podcasts live as we make them. You could get the games cast post show, which is bless who you could watch Snowbike Mike on the X cast. You can get all of that with all the post shows, all the stuff over on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. It's a great deal and it supports us, which we can't thank you enough for. However, if you want to support us a number of different ways, maybe some free ways, no big deal if you're playing stuff on that epic game store or you're playing maybe awesome rumbleverse which i've been playing non-stop for two weeks uh you can enter the creator code kind of funny it's also for fortnite this little game called fortnite no matter where you play that you enter the creator code kind of funny when you buy stuff in those shops we get money and you don't have to spend any more money which is great of course if you want to go the extra mile for the shows no big deal you could be watching live as we record this usually usually on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games we are doing an experiment this week blessing where we are live for kind of funny games daily all week long on youtube.com slash kind of funny games that's right usually where you can get the archive of the show youtube.com slash kind of funny games we are just live streaming straight to youtube because of course twitch changed some rules last week where they're like all right you know what 
you can stream other places if you want with a bunch of caveats. And we're like, all right, let's try YouTube. So everybody's here in the YouTube chat having a great time. Madeline Stanley, she's one of the trogs. Uh, John, uh, uh, Rodrigo, Nick. Do you, do you the, see this chat from Matt, ba- Matt Batson? If you scroll up a little bit. It's what, the like one a, where he paid for it and he put a hot dog in? Matt Batson yeah. paid us $1.49 and then just used a hot dog emoji. What is that? That's YouTube, man. This is how YouTube works. Huh. Above it, Matt Batson paid one ninety nine and said, yum. <laughs> <laughs> and then Matt Allen gave us two British pounds and said a baker's dozen. How does any of this work, ladies and gentlemen? We don't fucking know. So like, we're learning and going. You should hit the like button. You should subscribe while you're here. Are you aware that YouTube.com slash kind of funny is about to hit th- uh, 300,000 300, subscribers? Are you aware that YouTube.com slash kind of funny games is like at 277? That thousand are you fucking kidding me youtube.com slash kind of funny is nick and andy just farting on a snare drum acting like it's comedy and that's gonna hit three hundred thousand. we have all the fucking video game news over here and i know what you're saying i'm one of the people who supports free with the podcast of course this is on podcast services around the globe spotify you know apple podcast like subscribe share over there you don't co- just fucking come over here and click the goddamn subscribe button you're gonna let nick do this to me you think nick's ever gonna shut up about this he's gone for two weeks ladies and gentlemen nick is gone for two weeks in those two weeks, wait, he's gone. I mean, yeah. In those That's two how much weeks, I don't work with Nick. I had no idea. He was well, I mean, today's the first week. It's the first day. Okay, it's the first day. Well, this is alarming because as your boss, you are in the employee meetings on Friday yeah. where they but talk I, about schedules. Bless, bless. Did Nick talk? mention that he's yes. gone? Yeah. Yes. There was a whole conversation about it, bless, that lasted several minutes. I don't recall this. Anyways, Nick's gone for two weeks. In that two weeks, I just need 25,000 of you to come to YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and subscribe to the fucking channel, all right? Help me out. Get me there. Good Lord. Uh, Jonah.jpg gave us $199. It says, I support Greg Glamping. All right, thanks. Josh G gives $5. This is distracting. This is confusing. Yeah, I don't also, understand how this works. So, like, you give any amount of money? I guess. And you just pop up as a super chat? Uh, according to uh oh angela who gave 499 says there are no rules here it's the wild west pee pee poo poo so yeah anything can happen here on youtube.com slash kind of funny games like subscribe share is there any incentive to give more money or less money well i mean remember 50 cents is that going to pop up as a super chat probably remember on twitch how it was on twitch for a while before they did certain things it was it's channel points for for highlighting your your chat yeah but in the old days remember you could do any you could tip whatever you wanted and then we said you can only yeah. tip if you tipped at a certain level we, and we'll figure it all out we're here it's Luna an experiment in chat uh, tipped a dollar 99 says fart <laughs> all right we're not reading every one of these tips all right i like youtube <laughs> why because people are writing fart god damn it buzz uh there was all that thing roofstreet.com too of course if you want to get the show later of course you don't get it ad free of course you don't get it with the post show but you have a good time and we support us and we love you. Thank you so much for that. Uh, housekeeping for you, as I already said. Remember, we will be on YouTube all week long for Kind of Funny Games Daily. And that's important now. Kind of Funny Games Daily. Game streams with the old Mike, Andy, no Nick crew. That's still happening on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. So when we wrap up Games Dailies, you have to click over to twitch.tv slash kind of funny games to see what they're going to be playing, what they're going to do. And remember, they lie to us all the time. So who knows? Thank you to our Patreon producers, Fargo Brady, Guy V, and The Saboteur. Today, we're brought to you by ExpressVPN and Chime, but I'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. Five items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. Four months, the rumor has been that PlayStation is going to buy Square Enix. 
And today, ladies and gentlemen, Square Enix did not get purchased by PlayStation, but Savage Games did. We go to the PlayStation blog for story number one, where the man himself, Herman Hulse, writes, welcoming Savage Games Studios and expanding our community. Hello, PlayStation Nation. Now, first off, it is a disservice to the entire world. This is no longer the letter, by the way, if you're driving a car. Sorry, this is Greg uh, editorializing. A disservice to the entire world and everyone with eyeballs that this isn't delivered like a state of the union. Like sh Herman should be at a PlayStation desk that looks like the Oval Office. If he's going to start, hello, PlayStation Nation, you got to have something going on here, Herman. You know what I mean? I feel that. All right, I thank agree. you very much. I thank you for feeling that bless. Sip that coffee. You earned that sip by agreeing with me. <laughs> He's back, everybody. <laughs> We're back, baby. Oh my god, and it's pent up. Don't think you're not getting a wild child, Greg Miller, today. All right, I've been reborn. I'm the locus of hell. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Anyways, back to Herman. <laughs> Hello, PlayStation Nation. Today, we announced that we have entered into a definitive agreement to acquire Savage Game Studios, a hugely talented team of creatives with many years of experience making some of the most popular mobile games enjoyed by players around the world. They were founded a few years ago with the goal of fearlessly exploring bold new ideas. We share their tireless ambition to innovate, along with a continued drive to expand our audience and bring PlayStation to more people than ever before, making them a perfect fit to join PlayStation Studios. As we assured you before with our plans to bring select titles to PC, our efforts beyond console in no way diminish our commitment to the PlayStation community, nor our passion to keep making amazing single-player, narrative-driven experiences. It's been a tremendous year for PlayStation games on PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4, with huge releases, including Horizon Forbidden West, Gran Turismo 7, MLB The Show 22, and, on November 9th, the highly anticipated God of War Ragnarok. PlayStation VR 2 is also on the horizon and promises a huge leap forward in presence and immersion, bolstered by the best-in-class software like Horizon Call of the Mountain. We're proud of our upcoming releases on PC as well, with Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection and Marvel's Spider-Man giving gamers without PlayStation hardware a taste of our amazing library of first-party titles. Our mobile gaming efforts will be similarly addictive, providing more ways for more players to Additive. That, I, as soon as I looked out of there, our mobile gaming efforts will be similarly additive, uh, providing more ways for our people uh, to engage with our content and striving to reach new audiences unfamiliar with PlayStation and our games. Savage Game Studios is joining the newly created PlayStation Studios mobile division, which will operate independently from our console development and focus on innovative, on-the-go experiences based on new and existing PlayStation IP. Plus, you smell that? What does that smell? That's fucking Sackboy rising from the goddamn dead. <laughs> All right, he's coming. You bet your ass you're getting some Sackboy shit in a second. Sackboy is where you go to. What do you think it's going to be? Uh, yeah, hold it, hold it. We got one more All paragraph right. from Herb, and then we'll get into this. I hope you'll join me in welcoming Savage Game Studios into the fold, and that those of you who enjoy mobile gaming, in addition to console or PC, will look forward to what they have in store. They're already working on a new, unannounced AAA mobile live service action game. It's too early to reveal more, but I'm excited. Uh, I'm, I'm so excited for when they'll be able to, period, end of statement. That is your address from the one, the only, Herman Holst at PlayStationNation.com. Blessing. So you're, you're Herman Holst. Yeah. Uh, you are talking to the team from Savage Games. Yeah. You're going through the portfolio of PlayStation IP that you own, mm -hmm. right? IP mm -hmm. such as God of War, 
Horizon, yeah. Yeah. Spider-Man, Last of Us, Uncharted, and as Greg Miller playing. Hold on, the role I'm sorry. Of Matt Batson, Matt Batson just tipped two dollars and said in all caps, smell the sack. And this is YouTube was a mistake. <laughs> I YouTube, YouTube was a mistake. YouTube was great. I liked I liked the energy of Twitch chat this morning. You as Herman YouTube Holst, chat. Greg <laughs> Miller playing playing Herman Holst, reach deep into the bag and you pull out Sackboy. Sackboy is what you're making. So you're gonna reach into your bag and grab God of War. And be like, this is a great mobile offering to jump into. Mobile people love these kind of big old games. Mobile games are all cutesy most of the time, Wes. People want to get in there. They want to have cute. When, Sackboy? What was the last mobile game you played? Uh, <laughs> I mean, well, Puzzle Quest. I play a lot of Puzzle Quests, as you know. Uh, I downloaded that, that Genshin knockoff, but I haven't started it. You know what I mean? Tower of Fantasy? Tower of Fantasy, yeah. We played that at Summer Game Fest. It's a joke. I, I, I am very excited for the Division mobile. You know what? I digress. Everybody knows that actually Greg plays a lot of mobile games these days. But mm-hmm. my point stands that I think that Sackboy, when I look at this, right, they're talking about, you know, uh, innovative on-the-go experience based on new and existing PlayStation IP. I look at right now what we're looking at, right? What This is the Sackboy game that launched with the PlayStation 5 that you love, that Janet mm-hmm. Janet likes, her family tolerates, but they've been trying to work through it for, what, two and a half years now. They've made no progress. Would, like, would you believe that I booted this game up this last weekend? Yo, of course, Why? remember when we went through I on PS, I love you. Level. PS, I love you. We went through all the free costumes you could get. Of course, you're going to get in there. You got to get those costumes. Yeah. You got to be ready. But what I'm driving at here is I think Sackboy is a cute little nice entry to, hey, what are we going to do on mobile and what would be a broad reaching thing? I think a lot of people probably look at Sackboy and we know this from uh, both data and then, you know, the conversations we've had before of like Sackboy as a, a mascot for PlayStation has always has been incredibly popular. When you you know you used to go to Toys R Us before they went out of business, you know, rest in peace. You'd find Sackboy toys on the shelf, right? And I don't think that was driven alone by Little Big Planet. That was driven by the fact that Sackboy is adorable. So why not put a little Sackboy platformer out there, a Sackboy endless runner out there? Mm-hmm. If you're gonna go out there and try to make a mobile thing, I don't think you jump right in with hey, hey, we're doing a God of War. But they do talk about a unannounced mobile live service AAA game, so maybe. Yeah, that's my thing is, you know, unannounced AAA mobile live service game puts this in an interesting place where I wouldn't be surprised if it's a different IP, if it's a if it's a, a new IP, because uh, I think that'd be a good place to start with experimentation. And I think Sackboy is also a decent place to start if you want to experiment, because Sackboy slash Little Big Planet seems like the kind of IP that PlayStation has right now where you can kind of do whatever with it and it's low risk because I don't think there's huge demand for the next little big planet thing. I don't think yeah. fans have a high expectation on what they want the next little big planet thing to be. And so when you when as PlayStation, when you green light Sackboy Big Adventure and go, hey, we want this to work like Mario 3D World, uh, that feels like a safe bet. And it's a bet that I think worked well enough for them, right? Like it didn't set the world on fire necessarily, but it's not a bad game, right? It's a game that helped fill in that launch library of PS5 titles. And I think that's what Sackboy right now is good for, right? Take it, put it on mobile and see see what you can do with it. I, I could see them starting with it. I just think uh, as PlayStation, especially with, especially with uh, uh, acquiring a new studio, I feel like you gotta think a little bit bigger or like, uh, uh, a little bit different, right? I, like I, for me, I'm trying to think of what a AAA mobile live service action game could be from PlayStation, and that sounds like something hmm. that might fall in line with where they're going with their their multiplayer and ongoing game sure. strategy, which might well, include then, a new IP. While we're here, why don't we toss out a question from the one, the only, the Mario, who wrote into Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games and said, "Hey y'all, happy Get Blessed Monday." That oh, you're gone now? for two weeks. Uh, get oh, okay. Blessed was uh, is me and Tim Gettys. 
Ah, uh, well, yeah. Tim's dead, everybody. Don't worry about that. Uh, PlayStation has acquired Savage Game Studios and is focused on creating mobile experiences, continuing this trend of Sony focusing on other avenues besides this is a trip, typical AAA blockbuster single-player game. My question is, when do you think we'll start to see some of the announcements of these live-service multiplayer uh, and now mobile games? It seems like every dang week there's a, quote, PlayStation showcase soon. Rumor. Uh, but... With all these announcements seamlessly, seamlessly, seemingly waiting, as well as the fact that they need to give us candy to go with the medicine that was the price increase, it seems like now is as good as time as ever. Do you think we'll get a showcase announcement this week? Thanks, and keep up, keep doing what you're doing. I think the showcase will happen in September, uh, the way that they've happened the last few years. At least that's my prediction. You know, PlayStation can sometimes be unpredictable, and nothing is law, as we've learned uh, in terms of the video games industry and how people operate. But if we're going off of the trend, yeah, I, I assume that we'll get a PlayStation showcase sometime in September. And I don't know when they would announce it. I forget when they announced the previous ones. I don't think they announced those, like, weeks ahead, though. I want to say, what, those must have been the previous week. Hey, next week we're showing up with a PlayStation showcase. Uh, I would imagine that that would be the same cadence here. And for when we start seeing some of the PlayStation live service stuff, I would think, yeah, at the PlayStation showcase. Um, I, I We're in an interesting place with, with all of it, right? Yeah. Because so much of it is rumors slash speculations slash job postings that we've seen from insomniac gorilla and all the ones that we we've named in terms of the ones that we know about right like uh playstation acquired bungie at the top of the year bungie we know is obviously working on destiny but is also working on uh new ip there's naughty dog who's working on last of us factions and the last we heard from that was at summer game fest and neil Druckmann came out and said you'll hear a lot more about it next year right yeah. and so i could see them i can see them showing up at a showcase and showing like a small cinematic teaser and then going 2023 and 2023 is when we get the big blowout of it or i can see them not showing up until next year right i think that's where that stands there's the okay fire, there's fire sprite firewalk aloy drinks oh, sprite so that's the one that's working on horizon call mountain <laughs> nailed it nailed it firewalk <laughs> is the one that's working on another multiplayer game so there's that there's deviation studios i would love to see haven studios game this fall sure. at the play at the theoretical made-up PlayStation showcase that we're talking about. I think it's about time we see that because that's a studio that they recently acquired, right? That's that's one that we've heard about their games, their game in like a very loose way, right? Jade Raymond's been talking about it. PlayStation's been doing blog posts about it, but we don't really have any concrete info aside from the fact that it is an ongoing live service game that is going to bring us together. I think if you're going to show any of your live service offerings that are coming up, Haven Studios would be the one to show because you just bought them and because you've been pushing them now. But here's um, where I would go with it, right? And I think the fact that we're in this weird spot of talking about the showcase and where it's been before and yada, yada, yada. I think you also got to address the fact that Game Awards is on you know the calendar for December, right? And if we're talking about Jade Raymond and we're talking about Haven Studios, a studio that does have juice behind it because of the blog post for sure, because of the pedigree of Jade and everybody who works there. I would think if you're going to show that game, which at this point I would assume is only a teaser trailer, there's no gameplay, stuff like that, I think you'd save that for Jeff's showcase. And I think you'd put that on the Game Awards stage. And I think if you're going to show any of these other live service things you're doing ahead of time, you'd put them in the showcase shirt, uh, maybe. it's Because they're also in such a weird place of, we got Last of Us, what, this week? We got God of War in November, you don't want to get in the way of these things and talk around them or about them, right? Where do you want to put them and how do you want to do that? They've already done their latest partner showcase. You want people, yeah, excited for next year, but you don't want them looking past what you already have now. 
Yeah, I mean, we had, uh, funny enough, our previous uh, PS I Love You XOXO episode, the one before this last week's episode, me and Janet, yeah. we talked about what we'd want out of the next PlayStation Showcase. And, you know, we were going back and forth in terms of theories of how they get around the God of War situation, right? Which, you know, my suggestion was that, hey, you theme you theme the showcase around God of War, right? You might not have a big God of War theme thing to talk about, but maybe it is a, here's our last, like, minute to two minute long uh, trailer to hype up sure, God of War sure. at the end of the showcase, but also like in between reveals, we have the interstitials of like I don't know, Ados uh, or Kratos's axe like fucking tearing through one trailer to transition into the next trailer. Like you, you, you use it as kind of like this. Uh, you use it as the theme, connective the tissue, showcase. connective tissue, yeah, 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 yeah. connective tissue. I think that'd be a fun way to not do a it. chance they're gonna do that, but I love yeah, where your heads at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I don't think they'll do it that way. But if I if you know I was in charge, I think I would go I would go about it uh in that way but then also one of the other things that i brought up right was hey your playstation your playstation on the verge of uh a bold new strategy right when we talk about play when we talk about multiplayer when we talk about live service stuff i could i i think it would be awesome if they came out at this next playstation showcase and make that made this the big coming out party for playstation multiplayer right still have the single player stuff still have the stuff that we're hyped about right have wolverine th there have spider-man 2 there probably not because those are insomniac's been doing a lot but like have whatever the, the next single player ghost of Tsushima thing there right but then look at have a dreaming. segment look at you dreaming big I'm, I'm i'm dreaming big but that, that's because i think playstation can do it big if they want to right i think i think they can too i just don't think they want to I, I think it's such a smart and exciting way to do it would be to go and again this is me in my dream space hey we're playstation we've been talking about multiplayer we mentioned before that we have like 10 multiplayer uh, 10 live service games in development we want to show you some of them and have it start off with hey we just acquired bungie here's the new next big thing from bungie get it go from there into whatever insomniac is working on and then maybe close with a last of factions thing right come out and really own the multiplayer side of it because right now we know you for uh single player uh, narrative focused games yeah and that's the thing that they even mentioned in their blog post right they want to make sure people still associate playstation with that but I think for PlayStation, if you want to do multiplayer right, you got to commit to it. You got to commit to it fully. Uh, and I think that involves putting those multiplayer titles alongside the single player stuff and treating them as the same. I feel like I'm just so downtrodden, though. Like, I just don't believe you'd get a. We're going to get that. Like, that's not even a. That, right. Well, how do they, Yeah, I guess that is a showcase, right? That's the showcase and not the state of play, which is always the, you know, these deals you got to wade into and figure out where it is, where I feel like, you know, Tim's been really big on the phases, right? And we've talked about that, and we've kind of forgotten Tim, and we've used it as our own, right? Of like, mm -hmm. we're kind of ending Ragnarok, it marks the end of phase one of PlayStation 5, right? Where it's like all the stuff we've known about that got announced, the big stuff will have been out then, right? And then we move into what phase two would be. And I really feel with God of War Ragnarok coming out in November, if you were going to go big and do the showcase business, I guess, but you're, it's, I always argue, it's, I just feel like I am that guy who sets my expectations so low so that I just don't have to be down. I don't have to be uh, disappointed. Mm -hmm. And so I sit here and I go, that that sounds awesome. And you are correct, Bless. That when they do announce, I, if you if we wanted to go even talk about what a showcase would look like one day, I think the DNA of that is in this uh, in the way they talk to you now about it. Right? Herman's thing is so sensitive to the whiny playstation uber fanboy and the yes. argument that them making oh them putting their thing on pc is eroding the console ecosystem and, da, 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 and it's like shut the fuck up it's just letting them make more money and get the game to more people and it's the same thing here where there's like 
the introduction of, hey, everybody, we bought this. Then there's a giant paragraph yep. <laughs> being like, rest assured, our plans don't get in or diminish our commitment to the PlayStation community, right? Like it's them trying to ease everybody into what a PlayStation is going to be in 2022. And I love, I do on that line really appreciate the fact that they're talking about hey you know what like remember this whole playstation mobile thing the playstation studios mobile division will operate independently from our console development like they are their own thing we have their their own silo like that not that i care about the argument part of it i care about the fact that i think it's a good messaging and i do think it's a cool way to start breaking it up and put them over there but it also obviously protects what they want playstation studios to be the playstation studio still is naughty dog and sucker punch and all the amazing AAA stuff and then there is this mobile thing that if it's great is playstation studios and if not it's its own thing it's over its own there thing. and i read that and i read it the exact same way of okay you're writing that specifically to speak to the audience that is the the people that would complain about this right uh, PlayStation's changing. Yeah. <laughs> uh playstation's going mobile uh you're not the same playstation uh, that i loved right but i read it Right. I, I read the part specifically about, hey, PlayStation Mobile is operating independently from PlayStation uh, Studios that you know and love. And I go, ah, should it, though? Because if you're making a Last of Us mobile game, I want them to talk to Naughty Dog. Right. I want them to talk to whatever studios IPs you're working with and possibly work closely with them to make sure that mobile game is as good as possible. And I'm sure like I'm sure the worry isn't there. I'm sure they probably are anyway. Right. I think this You'd is all, so. all, all messaging. Uh, but yeah, I read that. And I was like. I don't know if you need to say that, right? Like, but then we get into the whole thing of just like, and this is a bigger conversation, mm-hmm. I think. But it, like, obviously, mobile game has mobile gaming has come so far. Obviously, I actually play mobile games now and don't sit there going, "Man, I'm playing a mobile game," right? Like, I put on my backbone and I play whatever I'm playing and feel like I'm in it, and I'm very excited to see what the division is. But I still feel like we're, I don't want to say few and far between, but the. Triple A, I'm playing a game, a mobile game that is uh, natively mo- natively on a mobile device, and I'm not thinking like, oh, this is the exact same experience I would get out of a console, right? And that's where it always gets interesting. Where I you have to design a game for what the experience is on the phone, right? Or w- for what the experience is for where you're playing it. And so I do not worry or wonder, but when you're like, oh, let's put Last of Us on the phone, let's make a Last of Us mobile experience, it gets into this thing of like, well, what would that actually look like? What would that actually be? And earlier, you know, Barrett brought over the Uncharted Coca-Cola game or whatever, where Drake's climbing around getting gold coins or whatever, right? Like, there's, we've come so far from that kind of thing where a mobile game is the cash-in and is just the easy, you know, low-hanging fruit. I want to see them take the uh, mobile i want to see playstation studios mobile division take it seriously and hopefully they will yeah. right and they hopefully they'll keep on i with mean th- this has been a thing they've been working on for a while i forget exactly when it was when we first started talking about how playstation hired people to head up their mobile division yeah. and this is the next big step of it right and this is one that i think we should have expected but still surprised me when i saw this morning of oh yeah they acquired a mobile game studio actually that makes a lot of sense right as playstation you want to do it in-house and want to make sure that you have uh, control and ownership of what that looks like and you know i don't know much about savage studio because they've only been around for a couple of years seemingly and they've not you know put out um many like big things but uh <clears throat> looking at their website there are parts of the website that i actually really like right like i'm looking at their um like their about us section of their website and they have a part where they talk about players first and they write here uh we make games for clearly defined audiences we work for the players understanding them at deeper levels than just demographics is crucial for our success we invest in player research to know to know them better and in community management to create a feedback loop between the developers and the players we're not player-led we're player-informed 
ultimately uh, and not our players. Uh, ultimately, ultimately, we and not our players are responsible for the, for making the right decisions for our games. We realize that uh, what players want and what they need may often differ. Developing hypotheses and testing them out is all part of our analytical decision making. And if we ever get something wrong with our players, we'll be the first ones to admit it and take the right measures to correct our mistakes. And I love that. Like yeah. they basically came out and were like, "Yo, we're making our game. We <laughs> believe we know what's best for you. And if we fuck that up, we'll own up to it, and we'll continue b- putting out games and products based on our research and based on the feedback that we see from players, right?" But I, them saying they're not player led, but like we're player informed, in, in a weird way that shouldn't be good PR. But like I read that, and I'm like, I kind of like that. Cool, yeah, make the games that you want to make, uh, and hopefully it all it all works out. Hopefully it will, ladies and gentlemen. Obviously, a lot more to talk about and think about and prognosticate on when it comes to PlayStation Studios mobile division and, of course, what is going on with this latest acquisition of Savage Game Studios. And I'm sure we'll talk about it this week. P.S. I love you, XOXO. Recording Wednesday. Available later. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games where you're already watching live. If you're watching live right now, remember we're not on Twitch this week. But also remember, if you want kind of funny content, you go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games over on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. You can write in to be part of the show, just like Mario did. Of course, you can get the show ad free. Of course, you can get it with the exclusive post show we do each and every weekday for Games Daily. And then, of course, you can watch us record things live like PS I Love You. Get the post show there. See Bless Who for the Gamescast, et cetera, et cetera. But for right now, you're not watching on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. So here's a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like checking in your baggage at the airport without a lock. You don't know who's looking through all your stuff, finding all of your Nintendo Switches, your PlayStation Vitas, or all the other things that you're hiding in there. When you go online without a VPN, internet service providers, ISPs, can see every single website you visit. They can legally sell this information without your consent. Nobody wants that. That sounds like a bad time for everybody. You can browse more anonymous it's easy to use and it works on all devices i love expressvpn it is super simple to use i feel safe across all of my devices knowing that whether i'm on my desktop or my mobile phone people aren't getting in there i'm safe on the internet and what i look at what i browse that's mine that's for me to know secure your online activity by visiting expressvpn.com slash kind of funny today that's e-x-p-r-e-s-s-v-p-n.com slash kind of funny and you can get an extra three months free expressvpn.com slash kind of funny next up shout out to chime like a cool breeze chime is a refreshing way to handle your money there's no monthly fees no maintenance fees and no minimum balance fees so it's how banking should be done and when you need access to your money you can do so fee free at more than 60,000 in network atms at many locations like most walgreens or 7-elevens you can also send money to anyone even if they aren't on chime fee free for you and no cash out fees for them chime no monthly fees no vibe killing fees sign up for a chime checking account it only takes two minutes and it doesn't affect your credit score you can get started at chime.com slash kf games that's chime.com slash kf games chime is a financial technology company not a bank banking services provided by a debit card issued by the Bancorp bank or stride bank na members fdic out of network atm withdrawal fees apply except at money pass atm in a 7-eleven location and at all owl point or visa plus alliance ATM. Other fees such as third-party and cash deposit fees may apply. Chime.com slash KF Games. 
Blessing, if there's one thing we both love, it's break dancing. But if there's a second thing we both love, it's our Steam Decks. We love our Ooh, Steam Decks. We're big Steam Deck fans here. You hear Barrett over there. Everybody loves up, the Steam baby. Deck. Deck that, that ha- we are working on the Deck It Up shirt. I have not good authority. But we might have to make it even more because number two, Valve possibly has plans for future Steam Decks. We go to Jordan Midler at VGC. Uh, Valve has appeared to confirm future iterations of its Steam Deck handheld are being planned. As spotted by Gaming on Linux, a new Steam Deck booklet, booklet, I don't know why I did that, refers to follow-ups to Valve's handheld, which was released earlier this year. The Steam Deck has has proven incredibly popular, with the company still filling pre-orders at the time of writing. Quote, Steam Deck represents the first in a new category of Steam handheld gaming PCs. The booklet reads, In the future, Valve will follow up on this product with improvements and iterations to hardware and software, bringing new versions of Steam Deck to market, end quote. The booklet also refers to the Steam Deck as a multi-generational product line and claims that Valve will support Steam Deck and Steam OS well into the foreseeable future. If true, Steam Deck could buck the trend of Valve ending support for hardware support any support for hardware support early on <laughs> bless shocking to you no uh steam deck is in- incredibly successful and yeah like that last part is for sure gonna be true right it's, it's funny to see valve coming off of making what the i remember the steam controller that looked kind of weird right yeah like, i remember that like thing. a weird it reminded me of this is a deep cut but like of course chef force gemini there was like a like a little robot fellow that would follow you around that's what the steam deck controller looked like uh but they also had what the steam machine that was also very short-lived that i remember i think i got that from uh games gamestop for like five dollars yeah that was the streaming thing right or whatever yeah something like that yeah um and i got that for five dollars just so i can get the ethernet cord that came with it um and so yeah it's awesome to see the the, the was that a cheap way to get the ethernet cord was that the hack that that in yeah ethernet cord i forget how much ethernet cords cost back then but like i remember yeah the cheaper option was to just get the steam machine and just take the ethernet cord out of that thing uh but yeah like the steam deck has been fucking awesome i've been using it this last weekend to play uh, quite a few games i was just talking to barrett right before the show uh, uh, about it and I'm so curious and so excited to see what uh, improvements they make with feature iterations. I imagine that it'll be, it being, you know, a PC machine, right? I imagine it'll be very iterative as opposed to what we think about with like console generations. It's not necessarily going to be a switch, a, a switch two or um, like a you know PS5 to PS6 situation, right? I imagine whatever the Steam Deck two is going to be, it is going to be like a moderately more uh, like more optimized better battery yeah it'll be a better battery it'll be a smaller uh footprint it'll be a reason uh to go buy this machine right like i'm with you that yeah i think uh, more steam decks are a no-brainer steam deck has been i think way more successful than probably valve even thought it would be but you know definitely as much as we probably thought it would be in terms of all of us as gamers right like i love my my steam deck i play it all the time uh it has changed the way i engage with games and reviews right now because you know uh, it's easier to get stuff on there and go for it and i'm a handheld gamer at heart and you know went camping and had this in the bag and was all set for it um and if they were to say hey we're making a steam deck too even right now only after having this Steam Deck for what two months, three months, whatever it's been, I'd be ready to buy another one. I'd be ready to pre-order whatever yeah. the fancier, better version of it was with a better battery because it's proven itself to me that hey, yeah, I, I'm I'm in this ecosystem and I want to be a part of it. Like it's got me playing games on uh, PC, which is incredible. Knowing how you know anti-PC I am. Is there is there any specific feature you'd want out of a Steam Deck too? Because definitely me, the battery, right? I, I, for oh, me, it's got to sure. be battery life. Yeah, yeah. I don't hate how bulky it is, but I, if they made a, a sleeker version of the Steam Deck, for sure, I'd be into that. I'm with you. Yeah. Like for me personally, I, 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 I realize that I, I am, you know, a six, three man or whatever. So it's like, 
I have large hands to begin with. So I have not had that problem that some people have had of it being too chunky or too big. That has not been an issue for me. I think it's got a good one. But yeah, obviously, if it was mm-hmm. sexier and sleeker, I'd be all about it. I wouldn't mind seeing the thumbsticks come down a bit. You know what I mean? If we could figure that out. Yeah. I, I do think they're kind of high. See that. It's yeah. like they're not. I've ne- and it's, you know, when I'm playing it, I'm not like, oh, man, these are too high or too weird. But I could definitely see it coming. Customizable uh, back buttons. Of like uh, maybe different types uh, with a different feel for clicking. You want like an like elite. That. You want like a Steam Deck elite. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Andy uh, also in the the chat who is now a moderator. So be careful. He oh, might ban God. you. Um, also an OLED screen. That would be crazy. Does the is there not a version with OLED screen? No. Oh damn! I didn't realize that. I got the middle version, so I always assumed that the top. No, I, I, the screen quality I think is the same for all three versions. But and that screen already looks really good. And imagine it just as like an OLED as well. Ooh. Yeah, dreaming out loud a little bit. I would. I would love. Uh, speaking of being able to replace like the back buttons, if there could be some sort of dual sense uh, features like the adaptive triggers situation, I think that'd be really cool, especially if you're mm-hmm. playing uh, PlayStation games on your PC. Uh, like if I could get the adaptive trigger functions on my Steam Deck while playing Spider-Man uh, or Spider-Man Remastered, I think that'd be dope as hell. And then also one more thing, uh, and maybe this doesn't even need to be a Steam Deck 2 thing. Maybe this is just a Steam Deck thing, right? I know they're working on uh, a dock right now uh, for the Steam Deck. I will love to see like a future iteration that has, that like comes def- uh, with it by default and is like, it has natural integration with it the way that we have the integration with the Switch. I know that defeats the purpose a little bit in terms of like, well, you're getting it to play play on handheld. But I've played my Steam Deck on my TV a surprising amount. Um, and so to get like an easy, hey, just slip it in the dock situation for Steam Deck, I think would be fun for me. Cool. Yeah, I, I only play mine as a handheld. Like it's in a, the one or two times when I was reviewing Cult of the Lamb when I wanted to, I just drag, drug the gaming PC over and put it on the entertainment center. And I was like, yeah. I'm putting this shit over here. And this, I know like I, that's, that, that is the more sensible solution is, hey, just play the game on your PC. But for like, uh, for me, and I'm sure for quite a few people who have their PC setups, like my PC is set up to be at my 100%. desk. No, and every now and then I want to play games on that TV back there or the yeah. TV on my living room. And thankfully I have, uh, I forget the brand that uh, that you got from me, Greg, but I have that brand of dock um, yeah. that now I've been able to just, you know, slip on and play games. JS Ox. JS Ox? Yeah. JS Ox sent us a oh, bunch of cool. docks. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking great. Like I just plug it in and I'm able to play Steam Deck stuff uh, on my TV. Um, but that said, though, like the one I, one of the beefs I have with the Steam Deck on the TV is that it, resolution, I Oof. think, can get kind of weird. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I would love to see fixes for that. Performance issues too. I've had with it on the TV where, like, again, Cult of the Lamb, I went up there and I was like, oh, this looks like crap. And I went in and adjusted it, but then it started to chug. I was like, all right, I don't want to. I'm just going to keep playing it on. The, that's what I drug the P- gaming PC over. I was like, I don't want to worry about this. I'll have the great PC up here doing the thing. And I'll have the handheld for when I want to go handheld. Number three on the rubber report, ladies and gentlemen. A new Mafia game is in development, and I feel like we fucking read this story every four months, but whatever. This is a Mafia website blog post. Mafia 20th anniversary developer interview. Let's raise a glass to everyone who's been part of this amazing Mafia community over the past 20 years. As of August 2022, it's been two decades uh, since the iconic Mafia series made its debut with Mafia, the city of lost heaven. It's been one hell of a ride. From the very first Mafia to Mafia 2, Mafia 3, and the faithful ground-up remake of Mafia Definitive Edition. But it hasn't been easy. Whether it was the humble beginnings of a tiny development team working on a game that initially had nothing to do with organized crime, to finding just the right way to modernize and build on the vision of the game that started it all, there have been plenty of challenges along the way. 
to commemorate Mafia's 20th anniversary, we spoke to some longtime Hangar 13 developers, uh, the general manager and head of production and media director, uh, and they've worked on every game in the series, and starting with the original and blah, blah, blah. Skip down, skip all the way down here. Uh, the general managers had this to say: "I'm happy to confirm we've started work on an all-new mafia project. While it's just a few, while it's a few years away, and we can't share anything more right now, we're really excited to keep working on this beloved franchise and to entertain our players with new stories." Blessing. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I I think for me the fascinating part about this is one of the previous reports that we read about uh, hangar 13 is mafia right i have that yeah correct yeah because there was a report i believe last year about how they were working on an unannounced superhero game that sounded cool as hell uh and, and that got I, canceled right because there's been layoffs canceled. and there's been all the stuff over there too at hangar 13 yeah yeah and i i think it's interesting that they're going back to to mafia it's cool for the people that love mafia i, I think barrett's barrett, people, barrett's right? one of those people yeah yeah yeah, Fair, I, does this excite you? Oh, a hundred percent. Uh, you know when they did all the definitive editions for like the remake of Mafia One, the HD kind of like up-res remaster of Mafia Two, and then uh, similar things with Mafia Three. Like I, I dove fully into all of that uh, when it, it all came out. I had never played the first two, so that was cool to like play that right when the remake came out because I got in on three because the story for for three was really fascinating to me. They're great stories, great performances. I remember when we were like uh, trying to figure out like voting and stuff for for game awards. I was like, let's try to give a nod to the the new actor that they had uh, play the um, main character for Mafia One, just because it's really he was really enga engaging and and great uh, gameplay and, and stuff like that. It's serviceable enough. Um, you know, Mafia Three definitely has its problems of like open world uh, kind of repetitive. That was the knock against Mafia Three, right? Yeah. It was. I remember the it, story it was, also, was great, it, it but was, it was just a lot of driving back and forth on the map. Yeah, it was also buggy as hell at launch, but I would still stand by like the performances and story in that game are are top notch, and I I think Hangar Thirteen like really has a good head on on their shoulders when it comes to storytelling. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to see them get another uh, uh, crack at it, especially with the after them remaking uh, uh, the first Mafia and just kind of like going back and looking back at where they started and kind of looking forward to see where they could go next. Here's my question, Barrett, because I was watching uh, The Sopranos during paternity leave, and I actually downloaded – I remember how much you liked uh, Mafia Definitive Edition. I downloaded it but never actually got around to starting it. Mm. How would you feel if the new Mafia was like something Sopranos-esque, where it was a modern Mafia take? Uh, I'd be down for that. Uh, yeah. You know, they haven't uh, been scared to kind of jump, uh, you know, decades and stuff because I think uh, the different the time difference between Mafia one and two, I think, is like another 10 years. And then uh, Mafia three uh, jumps a couple of decades as well. So, yeah, I'd be down for that. I, I, I think that'd be like a fun time to really like explore that and see like how. Uh, the idea of the family has d decayed over the generations, right? Which is like kind of typical for uh, modern mafia stories and stuff. So yeah, I'd be down for that. Was Mafia One was that open world? Yes, yeah. uh, they're they're okay. all open world, but it, it's it's gotcha. one of those things where it's like it's like it, it, stick with me here. It's like L.A. Noir, where it's in an open world, but it is very like linear almost. Like there are collectibles to go get, but that's kind of it. You know, it's not mm -hmm. as expansive as a GTA where you can go out and like you know, play tennis or do all this, uh, all these activities and stuff like that. You know, I, I asked because like, you know, we, I, we've talked about this with Saints Row that we've not gotten as many open world city crime games where you go around and, and fuck shit up. Right. I feel like GTA five came out and kind of ate everybody's lunch. And then we stopped seeing those games over time. And maybe it's because those games 
have just lo have uh, lost interest in terms of the general zeitgeist, uh, and GTA might be the only one that can stick around because it's it's GTA. Um, after this last Saints Row, I'm like, oh man, I Ooh. I hope a Mafia Four can come through and like, buck the trend and uh -oh. like. Uh-oh. Blessing. Be, be We're losing you. Flip. You're cutting out. You're cutting out. Am I gone? Blessing, I'm you're going through a storm. <laughs> oh, God. Why? You're going through a tunnel. Why? No, you're back. You're back. You're back. Am I back? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I was basically saying, yeah, that I hope a new a Mafia 4 can come through and buck the trend and not fall into, like, the Saints Row uh, trap, which Saints Row, I'm sure a lot of that was just, like, budget and scope and all that shit not living up. Um, but... After not having oh my god open... blessing is I, it happening I, I, again uh i would say restart discord maybe <laughs> all right bye-bye bye um i think they could do a cool open world thing again when yeah. i said uh modern mafia somebody's like so gta no like it, mafia isn't the over-the-top goofball open world and i'm mm. not taking a shot at gta i love gta it's just the fact that like if you did like a series even looking at the the uh, trailers you were running or b-roll you were running for mafia definitive right. edition right like that looks cinematic i still want to play that i still yeah because it does feel like a an actual like a uh, the uh, uh, movie uh, about a mafia and like the way the cinematography works and all that stuff but just in video game form right yeah um, yeah exactly so yeah i think there's a lot that they could still do there and even like expanding on the idea of like doing it in modern day especially like if you're going to keep it in the same universe like Slight spoilers for Mafia Three, but Lincoln uh, Lincoln Clay has like a very big hand in like dismantling a lot of like the uh, like the Italian uh, mafia, and so like what does that mean for like the the modern day families and stuff of sure. uh, even expanding more on the idea of like how they kind of decay over the decades and stuff like that. Number four on the oh actually you know nanobiologists had a you're wrong not a you're wrong it was just more information for us uh andrew uh bongiorno uh, was the new voice actor for tommy angelo in he was Mafia. great he was fantastic he should have he should have had a nomination at least at the uh keelys the keelys i love it <laughs> number four on the roper report xbox game pass friends and family might be coming a logo has leaked we go to ign where adam bankhurst reports a leak of a potential logo for the upcoming Xbox Game Pass family plan has seemingly leaked, and it looks to confirm that Microsoft is choosing to focus on branding this new subscription as the Friends and Family plan. As reported by The Verge, uh, at a Lumia Italia on Twitter, who previously leaked Skull and Bones' release date and Halo Infinite's campaign release date, discovered the image in hi that hints at a bright future for sharing in the world of Xbox. This logo is very much in line with Microsoft's current Xbox Insider test in Colombia and Ireland that allows users to share their Xbox Game Pass Ultimate benefits with up to four people in the country they where they live. It's important to note that there is no restriction on sharing these benefits with immediate family members, which very much gives weight to the friends uh, to the friends part of friends and family. The first report of the long-awaited Xbox Game Pass family plan was shared in March 2022, and it said that this higher tier of Xbox Game Pass will allow up to five other players in the same country as the main account holder to join the subscription and utilize all the benefits. Blessing, Great. you and I have a thing called taste. So we, of course, are PlayStation Plus people, all right? This Xbox Game Pass, whatever, I've never heard of is it in PlayStation, my life. Is PlayStation Plus really uh, the subscription uh, service of taste? What tier are you at, Greg? Are you at the, you know, the the basic one, or the extra, or the premium? What are you, are you using you know, any of those benefits, Greg? I'm not checked up. I don't know if I still have premium. <laughs> I think I got three months at the start of it. When does uh, uh. that go up? 
Thank you, PlayStation. I'm a premium member, Barrett. And of course, I'm also an Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. You played, Greg. I'm, of course, also an Xbox Game Pass Ultimate member, Barrett. Pipe the fuck down. This is just a way to transition and welcome from the X Cast, Paris Lily. Hello, Paris. I would just like to say that I am also a PlayStation Plus premium member, but. I have better taste because I'm also an Xbox Game Pass Ultimate member. I said that I am too. I know you are, but that's the best value in gaming, right? It is the best value in gaming. Uh, Paris, over on that kind of funny X-Cast, you have been beating the drum for forever to say that this needs to happen. How do you feel right now as it seems like it's imminent? Yeah, I'm very happy. Um, And we've talked about this on X-Cast because, you know, as a parent, I have three kids in the house and we go through a bunch of gymnastics to try and share out the Game Pass account right now between myself and my three kids, having this family plan and being able to have five people assigned to it solves all my problems. And I know it's going to solve the problems of a lot of other people out there that are going through a a similar thing. The thing that I'm taking away from this is if that price of $24.99 is true, man, that's a game changer right there. You're basically saying $5 a month to be able to have access to all these games. Um, you know, from from Xbox and, you know, their internal studios and, and third parties is, is an amazing value. So I think if this really does happen, you're going to see a huge uptick of uh, family subscriptions, which by itself, obviously, just quadruples the number of people that are going to be um, in Xbox. Yeah, the Game users, Pass. right? That's always yeah. been the big thing that they they uh, purport when they go around and talk about the users, right? The amount of people yep. who are doing this. How many people played Halo Infinite at launch and stuff like that? You yep. start to think exponentially. Yeah, if you're able to share your account with other people, how many people you're welcoming and play that way? Yeah, and, and you know, and they're what they're testing it in Colombia and Ireland right now. I would imagine if they can. You get this out by this holiday. That's going to be a great, great selling point for them. But they better have this out by early 2023 because that's when they're going to start putting out Forza and Starfield and Redfall and all these big games that they can promote with it. So this is huge. I think it's going to be a great thing. Every so often, Paris, I sit there and I'll just, my mind drifts and I remember Redfall and I'm like, I want to play that. Yeah. I want to go hunt vampires. Yeah. I want to hunt some vampires too. And I want to do it on Game Pass because then I'll have to go buy it. And now, of course, you know, you can have your friends and family play with you or just your family, I guess. Friends are hard to find for you. Yeah, I, I don't have any friends. I only have my kids and they have no choice because I'm their dad. Exactly. You brought them into this world. They got to play games with you. Paris Lily, thank you for your time. Thank you. Everybody listen to the Kind of Funny X-Cast, obviously. New episodes uh, post each and every week on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. And you're already there. So click the subscribe button. Hit the bell so you get the notifications when we go live. Right, Bless? When are we going to admit that Paris Lily is just Phil Spencer with a voice modulator? <laughs> I've never seen them both in the same room. Thank you. you know? That's what I've been saying. Just putting it out there. We'll find out. We will find out one day. Uh, fifth and final on the Roper Report is one just for you, Blessing. Twisted Metal has wrapped filming. This, again, is Jordan Midler at VGC. The first season of the Twisted Metal TV series has concluded filming. The series, which will star Will Arnett, Anthony Mackie, and Samoa Joe, has seemingly been completed. What a cast. To it. It's like a Mad Lib. <laughs> we, we, we made an AI watch entertainment tonight for three weeks, and then this is what they, they came up with. Uh, has seemingly been completed, according to a tweet from the showrunner, Michael Jonathan Smith. The tweet also showed off an ice sculpture, presumably from a rap party, bearing the classic, classic Twisted Metal logo. The show stars Mackie's John Doe, an amnesiac who, quote, talks as fast as he drives, according to a statement Fuck by Peacock. Yes. Let's fucking go. Bless every, de- every little detail about this show. It just keeps getting better and better. There's no way the show is bad. 
Like, even Do if it's bad, it's going to be gloriously bad. Like, it's going to be Do one of those fun bads. <laughs> Doe has to drive across a post-apocalyptic wasteland to deliver supplies to an outpost and will be aided by the car thief Quiet while being pursued by patrolman, uh, patrolman Agent Stone. Fucking go. I'm so excited for this bullshit. It's going to be interesting to see what it is. I don't, I think, I don't know. Like, I, th every time the show comes up, I'm like, all right. Like, you know, I love Anthony Mackie. Obviously, Samoa Joe's a friend of the show. He's been on Kind of Funny Games Daily. Like, well, I keep forgetting he's in this. He's yes. really fucking Arnett. Because uh, the, the bless deal, you, right? Bless you're going through a tunnel again. Just, uh, yeah, there's just nothing we can do about it. I think we'll, we'll ride it out, but it's fine. Hey, we heard it. Will Arnett's Will oh, Arnett. Okay. Uh, yeah, Samoa Joe and Will Arnett are splitting Sweet Tooth, right? That's the way it works. They're both doing voices for Sweet Tooth. That's I think fair. Samoa is doing like physical appearance, and then Will Arnett is doing voice. Uh, is that right? I thought it was. A I voice. might be wrong about that. Correct me if I'm uh, wrong. Kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Remember to set us straight if we get something wrong, if you have more information than that, because I'm not going to go look it up again. Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, whatever. It's, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Fine. Twisted Metal TV. We'll see. We'll see. Are That's you plan to watch it? No. I mean, I'll, I, no? I plan on trying it out. Like, of course, I have Peacock because I'm the number one show on Peacock. WWE, this is awesome. Go watch it. New episode Friday. Yeah. Uh, so I'll watch and I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll tune in and check it out, but I can't imagine I actually stick it out and watch the. Mm. I mean, I, maybe, and again, maybe I'm wrong. It's just that Twisted Metal is not one of my like beloved franchises. And then just the pitch of the show, I'm not like, I, I, I'm very, you know, I just, I don't watch that much TV. So it's like, am I really going to put this on the top of the pile? You know, I feel that. I think I'm going to try and motion for screencast reactions. If not episode by episode, at least a full thing. That's you know, fine. That's cool. To the season finale. Cause I, like, I, uh, jokes aside, you know, I don't necessarily have high expectations of it. And that's mainly because of Peacock and because in Twisted Metal, I'm kind of with you. I don't really have that amount of love for twisted metal i have nostalgia for it like going over to friends houses and like you know picking um uh fuck what's the name of the clown car guy picking him sweet uh tooth? sweet tooth yeah picking sweet tooth and like wreaking havoc for me that that i i have good memories associated with that um but the more they talk about the premise and the cast and you know like Thinking about Anthony Mackie delivering a package and being chased by whoever the fuck these people are, that sounds like a fun time to me. That sounds like a fun premise to a show. Uh, and even, if, again, even if it's bad, I think there's a good chance that this is like a fun bad, not necessarily like a, oh, I can't watch this shit. Again, I, I, I'm with you, man. I like Anthony Mackie. Uh, so let's see what happens. Uh, nanobiologist confirmed Sweet Tooth will be like Darth Vader. Samojo is the actor. Will Arnett is the voice actor. So thank you, Nano, for confirming oh, yeah. Blessings Thoughts. Shout out Arrested Development, Bojack Horseman, yep. Will Arnett, the fucking goat, and Samoa Joe, you know, and also Lego. Uh, and Samoa doesn't, Joe. He, doesn't he host the the Lego Building show as well? Will Arnett. I mean, he was Lego Batman. Yeah. Well, that as well. He was that Lego as Batman. Well. Yeah. He was also Matt Hazard in the Legend of Matt Hazard, a video wow. game. I'm sure you all played on PS3. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely. Blessing, I can't wait to see who's right and who's wrong about the Twisted Metal TV show, but that's so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grop shops, where would I go? You would go to the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Out today, Evasive Maneuvers on PC, and then Destroy All Humans 2 reprobed on the Xbox Series X, PlayStation 5, and PC. Uh, Bear, a real quick temperature check. Has Snowbike Mike ever come to pick up the Destroy All Humans 1 reprobed uh, statue you no, have for him? No, and the uh, funny thing, our uh, old roommate who helped adopt uh, Lulu like back in the day and stuff uh, was visiting this weekend, and uh, the room that she stayed in, it was, it was still there. She was like, this is still here? Wow. Huh. There you go. So, yeah. It's still there. Now with a wig. 
One day, Mike will pick I up. I hope Mike uh, never gets it. Uh, new dates for you. <laughs> Hell is Others will release on October 20th on Steam. Nine Years of Shadows, the radiant pixel art Metroidvania from developer Halberd Studios is arriving on PC October 10th. Broken Pieces, the psychological thriller set outside the flow of time, uh, is coming to PC September 9th with a supernatural release on consoles for Halloween. I'm very excited for that as the king of Halloween. Uh, monorail, sto- monorail Stories uh, comes to PC September 26th. Uh, Terracotta arrives on PC and Nintendo Switch October 20th. Gun Grave Gore will be unleashed in a blaze of bullets on November 22nd. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Place- all the PlayStations, all the Xboxes, and PCs. And then Sifu's big update uh, is coming in the summer. Uh, it's going to be arriving on Wednesday, August 31st. First, first. Uh, it is set to bring the likes of a new scoring system and new gameplay modifiers. Deals of the day for you. Uh, new Humble games have been uh, announced and they're coming to Game Pass. Uh, oh, they already have come to Game Pass. Uh, you got Moon Scars, Coral Island on PC, uh, Ghost Song, Infinite Guitars, uh, Signalis, uh, Midnight Fight Express, and Proteus. Ladies and gentlemen, we asked people watching live for this week on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe. Nanobiologist wrote this in. And Nanobiologist, a dedicated mod to Kind of Funny all the time, a dedicated you're wronger. But sometimes he needs to be taken out into the streets and beat down. Nanobots, we're done. Aloy is going for Call of the Mountain Dew, not Sprite. Come on, y'all are supposed to be professionals here. Nano. Nano, do you not understand what the device is for? It's not, we're not just making a joke about her drinking soda. We're trying to remember what Fire Sprite does versus what Fire Walk does in terms of games. So the mnemonic device doesn't work if it's Aloy drinks Mountain Dew. That doesn't play for mountains or for Fire Sprite. Exactly. Yeah, no, she drinks Sprite because she's the Horizon Call of the Mountain is developed by Fire Sprite. If if it was uh what's what's the other developer blessing? Fire Do. Firewalk. Firewalk. If they were if Firewalk was the one developing uh the Horizon thing, how we would remember it is that Aloy hates Sprite. She drinks Mountain Dew. So don't get don't put that out sprite. there. Don't put that out there. That's It'd just Aloy <laughs> walks up the mountain would be how I remember Fire. It's like how I remember uh, the Outer Wilds is the game that Andy likes to play because he's a wild and crazy guy, mm. not the Outer Worlds. And Outer Worlds is the game that I love because I rock your world every day. Because you're out this of this world, bless. I'm out of this. But world. But for Outer Wilds, couldn't you just? I mean, you're out in the wild remember it's all your mate your your spaceship's made of a tree you're in the wilderness wild is that wilderness. What the shapes, uh, and then outer worlds out? outer worlds you're going to different world well i guess that doesn't work well no yeah, I just, exactly. I, I andy that, I is a too. wild and crazy guy all right it's more simple are there not wilds in, in outer worlds I guess exactly. Not, right? There's nature. I mean, there is not in the way you think nature. of it, right there. Uh, Cade 11 says the Steam machines were pre-built PCs with Valve's o- Steam OS and licensed with their logo. Blessing is thinking of the Steam Link, which is a game streaming box That's you link to your was. own PC. That's what it was. Thank you. That's a good one. The nanobiologist says Will Arnett is indeed the host of Lego Master Builders. Watch it. It's awesome. Thank you. And that's it. I mean, you're not you're not going to read this one for me, Anthony. 
I I mean I don't read I was things that come it. in. I, I, I have things that come in that are slurs. I don't read. All right, <laughs> if you want to cross that line, that's on you. Blessing. All right. It says, it says blessing is the real king of Halloween. That's not I what it gonna, said, and it's been deleted. And it's I was going to mention that you're wrong later or earlier, but you know they want to distract from the show. You're having a real flow going there as host. Why'd you see a lot of, <laughs> a lot, of pronunci- a lot of English and all that pronunciation? All right, whatever. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this week on Kind of Funny Games Daily, your hosts will go like this: Tuesday, it's me and Blessing. Wednesday, it's Blessing and me. Thursday, it's me and Tim. Friday, it is Tim and Blessing. Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, remember all the live streams for Kind of Funny Games Daily will be here on youtubecom slash YouTube. I said YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. Uh, of course, that's usually where the archive lives. It also is on Rooster Teeth. And you can get on podcast services around the globe. But we're doing an experiment to try out live streaming on YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. So if you like it, let us know both in the chat where I've seen a whole bunch of people really enjoying it. But in the comments on YouTube.com slash kind of funny games, maybe you tip 49 cents and say bunger. I don't know. Whatever the hell you want to do over there. It's Wild West like we were talking about earlier. Listen, all, uh, I'm, all I'm gonna say last week, I, I, I tried to start a war between Twitch chat and YouTube chat, and I was yeah. gonna say I, I keep an eye on it to see which chat is the better chat. Sure. YouTube chat has had a great day. YouTube chat has been killing it. It today. has been really good. It has. You yeah. guys have a really good shit day over there. Uh, of course, though, we have not abandoned Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. In fact, Mike is warming up right now to play some Curse to Golf and Roller Drome over on Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. So again. YouTube.com slash kind of funny games, the home of games daily for the week while we stream it here. Still streaming gameplay over on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. So you can go over there right now and get ready for that as we do that. Of course, uh, you can catch uh, the archive of Curse to Golf and Roller Drum later on YouTube.com slash kind of funny place where we put up all of our archives of streams and stuff like that. I think I got it all out. I think I did it all. I think I nailed it. Blessing and I are going to go record a post show for this episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. On Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games, you can get each and every episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily ad-free with the post show and be able to write in to be part of the show or get your name read. Of course, these benefits carry over to things like the Gamescast, Xcast, and PSI Love You, XOXO. Plus, there's an exclusive show that goes up there. A whole bunch of different things. You can get merch. You can get exclusive content. There's all sorts of things happening on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. But remember that this is Kind of Funny Games daily each and every week down a variety of platforms we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about if you like that like subscribe share and click that notification bell and until next time no it's been our pleasure to serve you